Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas for $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Hey, does anyone want to learn French with me? Because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French. And thankfully, I have Rosetta Stone. So you better hop on and so we can learn French together. Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Come on, folks, join me. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, and that's why we drink listeners, can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash drink. That's rosettastone.com slash drink. Christmas time is here. See, I'm home alone now. I miss it here, so I can sing all I want. Hey everybody, it's Christine. I'm currently in a pool and or taking portrait mode pics of some jaguars. I'm in Belize on my honeymoon with Blaze, aka Christine gets Belized, or Blaze gets Belized. That's kind of fun. And for that reason, uh, Em and I have decided to release a live episode today from our first DC show which was a super duper blast and was the first show in our East Coast tour. So thank you guys for everybody who came out. We picked a really fun one for you guys today. Um, M covers the Octagon House and I cover the Selfie Killer. So you guys probably want to tune in and don't want to miss this one. We have a lot of fun. Only a little bit of wine is spilled and you can find all the and that's why we draw pics on Instagram. And if they're not there, blame Em and Eva, not me. Because again, Jaguars. Love you guys. Talk soon. We will be back next week, and we can't wait to sing more at you. Goodbye. Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, welcome to the DC Improv. Now, are you ready for the end? That's why we drink show to get started. everyone whoa how is everyone that was the first time we got to use our new intro song and i got too excited i was like wait wait and i was like no i'm going and i ran on she was so like should sorry. we go so we can dance to pony and i was like no <laughs> too late i wanted to have fun anyone hello everyone and thank you for joining me in almost my hometown yeah um i already see something happening that i'm just going to address right now um my mother is here. 
This is her first show. Yeah. And um, she is going to try to to become part of the show. She has a lot and of feelings about it. So instead, what before she starts shouting and heckling her own child, um, <laughs> I'm going to give you five long seconds to just do whatever you want, Mom. Come so on, Mama take Linda. it away. That was a full, like, Charlie she Brown. She had five movie. seconds and only used one. I think she's trying to save them for later. Wow. That was beautiful, though. Hang on, this is a little tall. You talk. Oh, okay. I, never, I thought you'd never ask. Um, oh. I used to live here, too, for four years in D.C. Yay. I don't know. That's not very exciting, I guess. Well, it's interesting that you just seem to follow me wherever I go. You were in D.C. and then Boston. I was. Now L.A. It so, was. It was just meant to be, whether or not we wanted it to be. So... Um, I think I we should also recognize that today is Gio's birthday. It's a very birthday. special day. It's a holiday. I was going to say it's a holiday, but I guess, yeah. A holiday. It's a holiday. Um, so Get it? Baby Babu. Sweet, Sweet Babu. Babu. Sweet Baby Babu. Of legal drinking age he today. He is three, a.k.a. 21 in human years. Yes. He and his mama are now... Uh, Wine buddies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I only cried twice about it. His ears are ringing. He's somewhere. actually right now at doggy daycare. Blaze dropped him off, and I told the doggy daycare we're bringing Gio for two days, and it is his birthday. And they were like, "We got it. We got it covered." So I'm following their Instagram. I'm very excited, <laughs> but I wanted him to be with his pals. So that being said, let's crack into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. I am so thrilled that we are working with Fast Growing Trees. I spent about an hour and a half on the website trying to decide what I would love to order from their products. They have so many options and you can actually filter it by zones, by growing zones to make sure you know it'll work in your garden. Um, they have everything from massive privacy shrubs and trees to very, very specific flowers. I actually ended up ordering a lilac shrub for my garden. I recently discovered how much I love the smell of lilac and so I thought, you know what? Perfect chance. Why don't I get some lilac growing in my yard? I think it's going to smell beautiful. And I also got my mom a little lavender plant as an Easter present. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code DRINK at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code DRINK at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code DRINK. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. It feels very fitting that Juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh, because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy, we're happy. But because we're not mind readers, we don't always know when they're unwell. And in my experience, cats are not the most, you know, open when it comes to sharing their woes. And there goes Junie, literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell, thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. 
Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze, because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. And Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small, lightweight bag. Pretty Litter has changed the game. The litter box is right near Leona's room, and so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap. Plus, we can rest easy knowing that Juniper and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD to save 20%. Prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And the story is... Uh, who knows? The Octagon House featuring a biopic of Dolly Madison. Biopic. A biopic, yes. And uh, I tried to find something that was nearby, and I had actually hadn't heard of the Octagon House, or I knew of it, but didn't know actually any like of the history at all. <laughs> the knockoff Pentagon. Like. <laughs> You're not wrong. We'll upstage you with three more sides. So that being said, Dolly Madison was actually her own story I wanted to cover. And so you're actually kind of getting two stories in one tonight. Nice. Nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. So let's start with a nice old picture of it. Ooh, ah, thanks. Interact. Beautiful. So the Octagon House was built in 1800, and it cost $13,000 then, Mm. which means a quarter million dollars today. Mm Mm-hmm. It has only six sides. <gasps> so it's a hexagon. Well, apparently it was, yeah, gasp. <laughs> I was like, why? We didn't put geometry <laughs> on the list. Did anyone recently listen to our, our most recent episode? It was yesterday. Where I f- was just, rhombus. just the worst rhombus? at geometry. We don't know shapes. I thought it was really fitting that then I would have a story called the Octagon House and really just ruin my credibility even further. Yeah. Math so, is not what we're here for. Uh, it only had six sides because back then, buildings that had eight angles uh, were octagons. Mm. Fun fact. Um, it was originally owned by Colonel John Taylor, who was a socialite amongst the area. And when he was looking to build a winter home, his personal friend, George Washington, everyone's buddy, <laughs> uh, suggested to look for a winter home in D.C., so uh, a few famous guests that have been there have been John Quincy Adams, uh, General Lafayette, and George Washington himself has stayed there. And uh, it served as a temporary White House for President Madison and his wife, a Dolly. temporary White House. During the War of 1812. Cool. Uh, during that time, President Madison actually signed the peace treaty with Great Britain in the House, which ended the War of 1812. Ooh. Wow. The ghosts show up. Okay. I know. Uh, We're, you got to get educated first. So here's a spookier picture of the same house. <laughs> so Taylor's daughters are said to have died in the home after quarrels with their father over his disapproval of their love interests. Oh, my. That's not good. Classic dad. <laughs> Classic. So he and his daughters, or I guess the first one who passed away, they were on the second floor landing. And they were fighting over the girl's relationship with a British officer who was stationed in the area. And when the daughter turned in anger to storm down the hall, as you do, she fell down the stairs. 
Uh, Yikes. And, oh, and she died. Exactly. So. Oh, woof. Okay. Another of his daughters. He had 15 children, by the way. What? I forgot to mention that. <laughs> Fun <laughs> fact. So. Um, minor fucking detail. <laughs> so the second of his daughters to die in the same vein, I suppose. Um, she actually eloped without telling him first. Oh, no. To someone he didn't like. And when she returned home to reconcile with him, because she knew he was pissed, um, they got into another argument, also on the top floor. Oh, don't do that. And um, they were on the third floor landing, and apparently she either fell or threw herself off the <gasps> railing because she didn't want to be alive if she couldn't be with him. Oh, no. Sorry, guys. <coughs> Sorry. It's just a fact of life at this point. <laughs> Um, also, Christine had to sleep next to me in the same bed last night and probably heard me coughing. That was fun times. All night. It was good. Bonding. Was good. So um, Germs, germs, germs. So after uh, both of them died, there's actually, uh, he, there was also a gambler at one point because then after they There mo- always is. <laughs> after they moved out, the house actually became like a government boarding house and a gambler or someone who gambled in general just stayed there. And uh, he was known to cheat often. And one night he got caught cheating in a poker game. Oh, no. And he got shot at the table. Oh, no. Oh, my. Uh, he tried to get up. This is where it gets kind of rough. Oh, no. He tried to get up by holding onto the bell rope nearby. Oh, no, no, and no. And he kept falling, so he kept grabbing the rope, so the bells kept ringing. <gasps> oh, no. It's really alerting everyone. It's like a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and so oh, and then he died. So M knows a good punchline. <laughs> Yikes! And okay. uh, so then, uh, so the two daughters fell down the stairs, and then he got the gambler got shot, and then a servant girl also jumped to her death, or was also thrown to her death. This seems to be a trend in the house, mm. um, because this is really sad. She was being forced into sexual demands of a British officer. Oh. And then she was like, fuck that, and just jumped. And <gasps> oh, it no. wasn't good either way. Oh, no. So um, in 1855, after Mrs. Taylor died, the building became a school for girls. And surprisingly, nothing creepy happened then. I, was a, I saw that in my notes, and I was like, oh, shit. I was like, <laughs> like a boarding the school. The ghouls are there. Yeah. No. Nothing happened. Um, and then it became a boarding house where the gambler stayed. And in 1899, the American Institute of Architects restored the building and made it their institute's headquarters. Fun fact. Fun fact. Uh, the mansion. So fun. The, honestly, the, probably the most fun thing I've heard so all day. Fun. The mansion is open to the public as a museum and is also a landmark. Aww. So since everyone's been so patient, here are the ghosts. <laughs> Um, it starts right away with people hearing young girls screaming in empty rooms. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. So, love baby it. steps. Oh, it's so fun. Oh, my God. I love it. Uh, people will hear a thud, and they will see the body of a woman underneath the stairs nah. as if she had been thrown, nah. and then she stares at you, nah. and then she vanishes away. Yeah. Nah. That being said, we're going to move on to our first, and that's why we draw. Yay! So for those of you who do not know what and that's why we draw is, we... Yeah, boo. <laughs> boo you. I didn't say it. Oh, I did. Sorry. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know what and that's why we draw is, 
Uh, we do our notes in advance, and we pick out three uh, out-of-context prompts, yeah. and we put them out on social media and have people draw what they think we're talking about. And it's usually and, um, really not. It's just a good way to make people laugh during really dark conversation. <laughs> it's our awkward attempt to force you into humor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So this is, uh, it's kind of covered here, but if you can see from the monitors, it says, um, a ghostly fire hazard. Cool. What could that mean? Well, this is what one person thought. Or two people, actually. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, read this for everybody. One of them is a ghost seance with a bunch of candles, and the sprinklers are going off, and it says, ugh, Linda hung her hot pink power suit on the sprinklers again. Linda. The other one is probably also my mother, and she's in fishnets and high red heels, and she is just blatantly ignoring candles. around. And just igniting things on fire. (laughs) Take your pick. It's one of those. power suit. (laughs) By the way, my mom is currently wearing a red jacket with uh, faux fur fur off of it. So she hasn't changed. Um, That's good. That's really. Wait, who are these by? These are by Abigail and Aurora. Oh, man. So congratulations. Sometimes people are here and sometimes they're not. So usually we know. We know if they did because they'll scream. Yeah. That we picked their picture. Unless you're ashamed. I mean, that's also probably... <laughs> if you meant to draw Linda and I called you out, I get it. So <laughs> so uh, the reason that Ghostly Fire Hazard was um, a prompt is because one of the ghost stories that people often see is that one ghost shows themselves as a lit candle moving up the staircase on its own. Oh. Um, and sometimes uh, the candles on the stairs will just come towards you on their own. They'll just <laughs> lift themselves up, ignite them on their own, and just float to you. I imagine really fast, yeah. and that's like the scariest part. No. It's like you don't know what's going on. Dodge it. Dodge it. So there's a negligent ghost out there who's just putting flames in random areas. And Linda is here with us tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the stairs that apparently Oh no. Uh, Those several are people fell down. stairs. So the staircase is the center, obviously, of ghostly incidents since the mid-1800s, and guests have seen people in old-fashioned clothing standing on the stairs and then disappearing. Uh, People will feel their arms being grabbed and their backs rubbed when they go up the stairs. Rubbed, (laughs) by the way. I did say that. Yuck. And uh, a long list of witnesses have heard footsteps and female voices talking to each other from upper floors, and then no one's there. Um, doors are found wide open and lights are found on after the superintendent and employees have locked up for the night. And, uh, once the police have actually been called or the police called the staff in the middle of the night and said, Hey, you have to come back. All of the doors are wide open. Oh, and then the staff came back. I would have been like, (laughs) no, I I made it out. Literally leave me out of it. So anyway, they came back and went down to the, I guess the breaker switch or something like that. And they heard growls inside of their heads. What? Again, you should have just stayed home. Uh, there is a carpet at the bottom of the ground, or at the bottom of the ground, oh Jesus. Oh, my. <laughs> Woo! Propranal law is kicking in. No. Um, so uh, there is a carpet at the bottom of the stairs. This guy right here. Oh, yeah, he looks can like see some it. shag. Um, yeah, they were real trendy Love in the it. 1800s. Love it. They really saw the 1970s before anyone else. <laughs> so... Um, the carpet itself will flip itself upside down, or if you're walking on it, it will fly itself out from under you. So again, why is the carpet still on the ground? Why don't you just pick it up and put it somewhere? Um, 
apparently uh, one manager has gone up to a room with a dusty floor and then found uh, women's footprints nah. walking through the dust. And then they heard a thud, and then it was a dead end of a wall. So, like, the thud of them walking into the wall. <laughs> Just not a graceful That's ghost. That's my ghost someday. <laughs> Oops. The chandeliers will swing wildly on their own. Good. Psychics say that two presences are tied to the original builder. Um, so they're somehow related to Colonel John Taylor. Okay. And so they think it's probably the daughters who fell off the railings and landed on the floor. And uh, they think that Colonel Taylor himself is there, hence the heavy boot-wearing footsteps. Okay. Mm, um, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Hang on, hang on. Okay. All right. Oh, this looks, this looks like It fancy. looks about the same. It's all black and white. Yeah. So. Looks dusty. <laughs> True. Um, so ghosts of slaves are said to also haunt the homes. Oh, my. Oh, my. Why wouldn't they? The sounds of bells ringing has also been linked. <gasps> from the guy. From, from the, the guy. guy pulling on the I bells. I was listening. I remember. For once. I know. And um, Thank you. Thank you. They also will ring at the same hours. So they think that the bells are actually used by several different ghosts. They think it's by the guy that was gambling. And they also think it was from the slaves because the bells will now ring at the hours that the slaves used to get called. Whoa. I guess they used to ring Whoa. the bells for them to come in Yikes. at a certain time. And the bells will ring then um the bells are also um uh they will ring on their own even when they aren't moving and there is a story of someone trying to hold the rope so that the bells will stop ringing and the ringing continued even when the bells yeah um that has actually been a reported occurrence since the 1870s whoa so it's one of the oldest frequently like frequent experiences freaking annoying they're just always ringing (laughs) That's for, seriously irritating. <laughs> for, for like a hundred years. Yeah, truly. <laughs> 150 years. And so uh, apparitions have also been seen and felt in many places, including on the spiral staircase, the second floor landing, the third floor landing, the fourth floor landing. Didn't know it was a fourth floor. Wow. Finding out with you guys. That's a big ass house. And the garden area in the rear. Okay. So apparently. The rear. In, <laughs> in the rear. And so. The garden in the rear. And so. That's what sta- I always say. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I take it back. I'm sorry. I take it back. I'm sorry. Em. Don't be mad at me. I'm sorry. So staff have seen people walk by and disappear. Um, Mm -hmm. Often other, uh, often they have followed the spirits because they see someone walking by and it's like, oh, we're closing up. Someone shouldn't be here. So they follow the people thinking that they're lost. And then they lose them around a corner where a dead end meets them at the hallway. So someone walked through the walls. Oh, ew. Sans thud, apparently. I was going to say, wait, so that one person can't walk. Yeah. I mean, that's me, I, I guess. mean, I guess some are less coordinated ghosts. Right. Okay. That would be me. Yeah. For sure. Um, a British, shul- British shoulder, Lord. A British soldier has, uh, has also been seen walking through the hallways, looking out of the window, or staring at you in the doorway. Cute. Um... The ghost of the gambler is seen uh, lying down on the ground shot <gasps> with oh. a bloody shirt and oh. mouthing for help. Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh. And other people have seen a man lying in bed in the same room that the gambler actually lived in. And they're like, oh, maybe he's sleeping or maybe he's like dead, dead? in his bed. <laughs> what the fuck? Maybe he like chose different locations. Um, <laughs> to be dead? Apparently. <laughs> Well, he doesn't move when he's just lying there, so they don't he's really know what's going on. He's sleeping, maybe. I don't know. So he, they also hear a clanking of swords in the halls. 
They also hear a clanking of swords in the closets, which is like just what? doesn't actually make sense at no, all. No, not really. Um, and people have smelled food cooking in the kitchen, and they hear a woman humming in the kitchen. People have also seen horsemen running to carriages, and then the horsemen, the horses, and the carriages all disappearing. Good. Horse, um, go- horse ghosts. Good, here's cool, here's fabulous. your favorite part. Ready? Great. I'm ready. For years, there was a knocking on the walls, sometimes frantic and sometimes very faint. Mm-hmm. Um, during a renovation, they found the skeleton of a young girl behind the wall, and her hands were in clenched fists what? against the wall. And what the fuck? Why are you saying that this is my favorite part? <laughs> what is the matter with you? I just knew I'd get Your a reaction. Your family's here, and now I look like a crazy creep. Uh, <laughs> Damn it. So apparently during the French occupancy of the house, a soldier killed a slave girl and hid her body in the walls. Um, once she was what given a proper fuck? burial, the thumping against the walls has never happened again. <gasps> well, that's So that's one down. That's good, I guess, that they figured it out. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. People also regularly see the spirit of Dolly Madison, James Madison's wife, because they used to live there uh, okay. temporarily. When it was a temporary White House. When it was a temporary mm-hmm. White House. I remember. I so remember. speaking of Dolly Madison, I keep wanting to say Dolly Parton. I do too. Every time you say it, I'm like, that's weird that she lived there. Yeah. Right, wrong person. <laughs> Here is our next and that's why we draw. It so says... 1800s feminist. Okay, okay. I'm excited to see where this goes. Listen, ladies, of course I identify as a male feminist. I wouldn't sell my daughter for less than three cows because I value women. Because I... Really value women. Aww, so nice. That's so nice it's of him. So nice. Everyone should wow, find a man like that. Wow, this is a fucking great drawing. Who drew this? Uh, this is Amy. Thank you, Amy. This is is Amy here? Oh, okay. Aw- awkward. That's fine. Um, we should just hire Eva to go. Woohoo! Yeah, it's me every time. <laughs> <laughs> like just in case they're not here. <laughs> so um, this is great. This looks like a Disney movie. As a feminist. Let's talk about Dolly Madison a little bit and how she kicked some ass. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Some political ass. So <laughs> uh, sh- her first husband was chosen by her father, so it didn't start hot. I mean, obviously. Um, her husband and son died on the same day from <gasps> yellow fever. Her husband and son? And son. Oh, no. That's sad. In the 1790s, she actually had a second son who did not die of yellow fever. And in the 1790s, she fought to keep her husband's property and for the sole custody of her remaining son. Wow. And then she married James Madison. So, like, things are looking up. <laughs> She's like, I guess that'll do. She really did, like, quite a turnaround. Wow. Okay. okay. Um, so, Thomas Jefferson became president and appointed James Madison as Secretary of State. And Madison and his wife moved to Washington City, a.k.a. D.C. And at the time, it was quite a swamp and trash. It still is. And oh! I didn't mean... I didn't mean the trash, but I meant the swamp. I meant the swamp. There's a lot of mosquitoes. I don't know. I didn't mean it. Wow. <laughs> to be fair, Christine also lived here for four years, so she does have <laughs> an so opinion. For so long. <laughs> wow. There's just a lot of bugs. I'm sorry. There are. Compared to LA where there's no mosquitoes. Yeah. So we are, we're lucky. No mosquitoes. I tell you what. Yeah. Everyone should just move to LA. You're making a big mistake. Um, so it's not, I didn't mean it. Guys, she didn't mean it. Stop. Don't be mad she at me. Mean Everyone's it. mad at me now. God so moving on from the swamp, which is apparently still DC. I mean, that part I stand by. I will Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. So, uh, Dolly Madison, 
she did not see it like other people mm. might have as a swamp. Okay. Okay. And she saw the future potential of the area. And so she was quite the social butterfly. And she reached out to every single person she knew in Washington City, and she established a broad base of politicians' wives. <laughs> she befriended nice. them like a snake. She did it. She did it with intent. What? She befriended them and had them all. Uh, she convinced them all to like support her husband when he decided to run for the presidency. Okay. So she oh, was. Oh, so that was the purpose. Yeah, she yeah, wanted yeah. her husband to be president. She was like, "I'll make it happen." Nice. Um. The newspapers of the time had a field day and considered her scandalous for, for knowing so many people. Are you serious? For like starting like a women's club? And they called her a slut. They did not. Are you serious? In the many newspapers. Dolly of all people? Miss Dolly. <laughs> How dare you? They called her a slut That's for attention. really fucking rude. So. Oops. So. Yikes. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Truly. So, uh. Yes, and many articles, that was how she was referred to for wooing men into supporting her husband, apparently. Listen, I mean, I think this guy wrote the article probably. I mean, he definitely got rejected just, by her. He's and like had, over my shoulder. It's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> we'll change it soon. Hang in there. So um, Dolly also invented, because of her just ability to just decide her husband was going to be president. Um, her ability to she decide. She was just like, I'm going to make it happen. Watch. Uh, why the fuck Watch not manifest? It's called vision boarding. She... <laughs> I should have made it the 1800s vision board. Tell you what. Uh, So she invented the model of the power presidential couple where the wife actually helps campaign for office. Nice. And she was the first woman to ever be coined first lady. Ooh. Snaps for Dolly. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like the power. That's fun. So. Congress was, at the time was made up of two parties, the Federalists and the Republicans. I can say two people. I was like, aye, aye, aye. Just her okay. and James. Just two people were there. They showed up. Okay, so sorry. Two at the parties. time, they were the Federalists and the Republicans, and uh, they were at each other's throats while Madison was in office. And uh, Dolly, seeing a need for these two sides to come together, decided that there needed to be a less formal area for them to talk out their feelings. <laughs> and so every Wednesday night, Dolly had the public rooms of the Executive Mansion, which was the OG name for White House. Oh. So every Wednesday, she would have the public rooms available for anyone to come in, and it was kind of an informal party, but every Wednesday night, it was popping. Sure. <laughs> they became so popular that they became known as squeezers because they tried to squeeze as many people into the room <laughs> as possible. Oh Here is the last, and that's why we draw, and it's called the Ice Cream Democracy. Whoa, what, what is that? What could this mean? I don't know, man. Oh, well, that's Miss Dolly. <laughs> Woohoo! So, this is by Kate. It's an ice cream cone voting, and it says, When you vote, anything is popsicle. Oh! It's precious. Sorry, does that say vote geo? Yes, it does. Vote geo. Green? Green for? Green for Froyo party. I mean, no matter what, this election's gonna go great. It seems. This is so freaking Vote cute. Vote diversity. Aw, thank you. Yay. Okay, Kate knows what she's thank doing. Thank you, Kate. So the ice cream is democracy. Is Kate here? Eva. Yeah, Eva. Said, yeah. That was I Eva. I don't really believe you. <laughs> that was Eva. Was it Eva? I think so. What a gem. I heard. Or wait, it's actually Kate. I here. heard someone go, yeah. And I was like, are you sure? I think that was Eva. Eva's a gem. All right. Poor Eva. 
Oh, we talked about Eva. We told her what to do. That's what oh. we did. We didn't talk. About, we talked about her too, but Whoops. we also yelled at her. So anyway, so Dolly Madison held these squeezers where people could come and talk about their issues, to, no matter what party they were a part of. And politicians from both sides attended and were able to open a very productive dialogue for the first time. And at these parties, Dolly offered guests a food that had just become a national sensation. <gasps> ice cream. Oh, my God. So inadvertently, she created the nation's first ice cream socials. Oh, my God. While also encouraging politicians to work out their differences. Oh, my God. We had so many of those in sixth grade, those little ice cream parties. <laughs> Dolly, was it on a Wednesday at a squeezer in the executive mansion? I mean, it was in the chemistry lab, but, like, sort of. So this picture is kind of tough, but Dolly is just an angel, if you can't tell already. Uh, yeah, love her. Love her. She is probably best known, if like not enough already. She's got something else under her belt. So she's probably best known for her courage during the War of 1812. Okay. Because as the British troops entered uh, Washington City, she actually single-handedly saved the portrait of George Washington that hung over the White House's dining room. Whoa. She's like, this isn't going anywhere. After the, her. after the British burned down the White House, a peace treaty was signed, and there was a major push to abandon Washington and the Capitol and return back to Philadelphia. And she was like, listen, I did not start ice cream socials for fucking nothing. <laughs> so she didn't want people to give up on D.C. and started throwing even more parties. I mean. Dolly was a rager. Yeah. So you guys might be, might be a swamp, but you know how to throw a good fucking party. <laughs> I remember. So, I lived here once. <laughs> so she uh, she started throwing more parties, and she had recently just moved into the Octagon House. There it is. Full circle. Where were we going? We were Full going circle? There. I thought it was an octagon. Oh. I'm sorry. I don't know why I get a microphone while you talk. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> well, it's a good even to take that away from you. Yeah, probably. Um, so where were we? I got distracted with the octagon oh, really? dad joke. It was good, a good dad joke. Yeah. So she visited every single person again in the city, and she told them to come to the parties, and she kept people staying in the city, which brought in more people, and she uh, not only was coined the first lady, but she was the first first lady to adopt a charitable cause, which was in a girl's orphanage for victims of war the War of 1812. Oh, my gosh. She, it just doesn't stop with She's her. She's great. She was also the first private citizen to send a message via telegram. Oh, what? Are you serious? Yep. Well, that's cool. It doesn't end. <laughs> and awesome. uh, she was awarded, get this, this is the most feminist thing I've ever fucking heard. She was awarded an honorary seat in Congress, and she is still the only private citizen to receive this privilege, which allowed her to watch congressional debates on the floor. Whoa. When she, returned, when she returned to Washington, she was considered a founder just like Washington, Jefferson, and Madison. Damn. Yeah. So everyone should aspire to be Dolly. I fucking love her. Back to the ghosts, because I know we were like, what is this? A history lesson? Her a weird, spirit, awkward history lesson that's obviously not really Obviously, she is very attached to the Octagon House with all of her, like, keggers, apparently. Yeah. And she... Uh, <laughs> sorry, I make myself laugh sometimes. Um, and she, her spirit has been seen all over the place over the last several decades. She's been seen near the fireplace and the main ballroom. She has been seen spotted uh, walking through a closed door heading to the back garden. She, Her presence has been seen... Uh, 
you see her after you smell lilacs and lavender, which is apparently like her go-to okay, scent. Okay, all right. It's a little um, potpourri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, she, yeah. she's also been nice to children and waves at them when they're when they come to <gasps> oh, visit. That's sweet. And others have heard her laughing. Aw. I don't know how we feel yeah. about that. Mm. That's a little in between. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a polite laugh or yeah. like uh, a cackle, right? People see her pacing the hallways and they hear glasses clinking. She's still partying, guys. Aww. So she's also seen in the White House and she has been seen in the Rose Garden where Woodrow Wilson's wife tried to remove the garden and Dolly um, was like, no. Oh, fuck off. She's like, I've done enough for this country. Yeah. Next. And so Next. she <laughs> Next. She showed up as the workmen were about to pull out no all of the roses. Way. And they still won't say what she did, but they left the roses there and they're still there. Whoa. And no one's tried since. Holy shit. So she also, um, after she returned to Washington, she moved into her own home after James had died. And it's now called the Cuts Madison House or the Dolly Madison House. And her spirit has also been seen there rocking in her rocking chair on the porch and smiling. Oh, what a babe. And that's the story of the Octagon House featuring Dolly Madison. That was really good. Okay, this is the intermission. Hold on. I was going to say, that looks empty. What's everyone drinking? I'm drinking a milkshake, obviously, from Shake Shack. Chocolate, duh. What are you drinking, Christine? Red. Red. Wine. Uh, how about this? Christine, what were you and Deirdre drinking with my mom until 4 a.m. last night? A whole lot of red. Wine. <laughs> it was... Speaking of Dolly Madison having ragers, Linda was out to fight her for the title last night. My mom, oh, I wish I put the picture in. My mom was wearing a black onesie with an LED stick figure, like, showing she, up on yeah. her body. So she looked like an LED like stick, stick figure. figure. She just and, showed up in the And she kitchen. went to bed when all of her teeth were purple. <laughs> mom? No. <laughs> Look at the power now. No. <laughs> The tables have fucking turned, my friends. <laughs> you want the attention, I'll give it to you, Mom. So. <laughs> that being said, she's Linda, only in the back. Linda, I love you look beautiful and I love <laughs> I love the onesie. <laughs> Thank you for trying to save You're me. Welcome. Swamp face. So <laughs> What the fuck did I do? All right, hold on. <laughs> I have an axe to grind. I don't know. What is happening? I don't know. The shake is getting to me. I think it's spiked. Anyway, here's Christine's story because I don't know what it's called. <laughs> oh, this is yours. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. I know I've talked about it before, but we received the most lovely gift basket from Funlove. First of all, I didn't know what it was at first, and then when I pulled out a vibrator, I thought, oh boy, this is not your everyday fruit basket. There was everything, I'm telling you, from sexy perfumes to toys to vibrators to lube. I mean, I gotta say, it's like a one-stop shop, okay? If you go to funlove.com and you're looking for maybe a romantic evening, either with a loved one or with yourself, they've got what you're looking for, I can promise you. So what are you waiting for? Explore, discover, indulge, and make love fun by visiting funlove.com. 
And if you live in Arizona or Colorado, check out one of their 18 store locations. Hey, maybe I'll stop by when I'm in town. And for a limited time, you can save 30% off your first order when you use the code DRINK at funlove.com. Head to funlove.com today and use code DRINK at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today. And that's why we drink is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website all on your terms. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. I don't know this for a fact, but it's my opinion that there is no easier way to build a website than Squarespace because of this drag-and-drop technology. It gets better every year, and it is just, you when you think it can't get any better and easier, it does. I've been using Squarespace <laughs> since 2017. Um, and in that time, they have just proven themselves to be the best and easiest way to make a website. So anytime I make a website for any reason, that's where I go. When you're ready to get started, you can use one of Squarespace's professional website templates with designs for every category, and then you can customize it. You can customize the look, add new content, add features to fit your unique needs. It's just a great spot to have a landing page for you, for your business, for whatever it is you're trying to market or showcase. Squarespace is the best platform to use in my opinion. Opinion. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com drink to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Oh, thanks. Oh. Hello. Welcome. You just press, you press the I press the button. Oh, thanks. <laughs> We're going to have a talk later. That's fine. That's fine. It's fine. Hey, guys. Hi. Hello. Oh, you guys are all so cute. Okay. Oh, thank you. Oh, my God. I thought you'd never say that. Thank you. Okay. We're here today to discuss my story. <laughs> Welcome to my TED Talk. Yeah. I'm very excited. Christine was saying I was really going to like this one. So, um, well, now you're putting all the pressure oh, on me. Oh, never mind. She said it's, I was going to hate it. Yeah. This is the story. Okay. To be fair, this takes place outside of D.C. in Montgomery County, Virginia. Sorry, it's kind of far out of D.C. Somebody, somebody say woo right now. Woo! Oh my God. Oh my God. Thank you. Okay. I was like, well, I think it's sort of DC. It's like nearby. I don't know what to do. No, Montgomery County, Virginia. It's in Virginia. It's in Virginia. I'm proud. I'm, I'm excited. Let's go. Sorry. Okay. I wanted to do something from. M's. This is what happens when we record in a studio. No Shit. one's like, it's too far away. Then so. we just get the we just get the emails and Eva just d doesn't tell us they come. <laughs> okay, sorry. This is the story of uh, Amanda Taylor, the selfie killer. Oh, that sounds way good. Right, right. Now you want to hear it, huh, everybody? <laughs> sorry. Wait, I can know. I can I can I banter real quick? Go for it. I'm just forcing. It no, upon go us. go, please. Um, Christine's uh, father daughter. I, I had a feeling this is where this is gonna go. <laughs> All right, go for it. Yeah. Christine's father daughter dance at her wedding was let me take a selfie. <laughs> and the only reason they picked that song was because somehow it ended up on both of their like final ten. Okay, lists. it's my dad's favorite song, and he's from Germany, and he only listens to Leonard Cohen or Let Me Take a Selfie. <laughs> And so as a joke, so we were like, let's send each other five songs that like could be a potential for the father-daughter dance. And we both sent each other a list. His had like like Macy Gray and like all Leonard Cohen. And I was like, mm-hmm. And then the fifth one was Let Me Take a Selfie. And then mine was all a bunch of songs and then Let Me Take a Selfie. And we were like, well, I guess that's a sign from the fucking universe. 
And so we did kind of like, I made like a little mashup where it was like, like, uh, my girl. And then it like fucking like record scratched into let me take a selfie. We had a great time. It was time. really good. We had a great time. And Christine memorized every word of that song too. And it really, really when went. was at the table. I kept on seeing him look at me when he was with that other girl. Yeah, I measured. It was really fun. It was amazing. But first, let me take a selfie. So we had a great time anyway. So carry on. Sorry. I didn't mean to steal your thunder. Um, I did. Okay. So anyway, this is the story of the selfie killer. Uh, we're back in 2014. Amanda Taylor, back way back when. <laughs> yes, way back <laughs> when. Woo, I was still in college. Yeah. Ama- you were in college? Oh, yeah. we were in grad school. I, I graduated in 2014. Graduated college in 2014? 20- oh, God, you're so young. Okay. <laughs> Pretty sure. This is the stuff we delete. I don't know podcast. anymore. <laughs> Eva, Eva, edit that out. Edit and that people out. People are like, "No, we want to hear it." And I'm like, "You don't fucking want to hear it. It's not interesting. It's just kind of rude, and we just yell at each other." Yeah. Okay. Anyway, thank you. Well, you just did, so I hope it was worth it. Congrats. Okay, we're back in 2014. Amanda Taylor, 26 year old. Uh, she's married to a man named Rex Taylor, and they have two young children, and both of them have a fa- fascination with serial killers. Interesting. I already like it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to send you... Send, I'm not going to send you anything. I'm going to show you a picture. Oh, there she is. This is selfie serial killer. Or not serial killer. Selfie killer. Selfie killer. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So uh, this is her and Rex. They had a fascination. I don't know if you can see it. Woo! They took a lot of photos where it was like pretending like she was murdering him. It's like very dark. Yeah, yeah. So um, they had this fascination with serial killers. And I watched this episode of like Dateline with a guy. (laughs) What is funny about that? No, ready. Are you ready? (laughs) This guy goes, the friend of theirs goes, (laughs) they like serial killers. I guess for some people it's a hobby. And then he like shudders. And I'm like, oh, yeah. For some people? For some people it's a career. Super. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, oh, this makes me feel bad. You should probably just like superimpose our faces there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, haha, Patreon, you get these fun little postcards. Uh, Anyway, yeah. So basically, but they were were more extreme than us. I can tell you that. They would exchange letters with notorious convicted killers in jail. And they would, and the, like, the killers would write back a lot of the time. And so there was this one killer and rapist named Paul Runge who would, was Rex's pen pal. And they would, like, write back and forth constantly. And they would, like, and then so Rex actually changed his name from Rex Taylor to Rex Runge to, like, take Ooh. the guy's last name. So were they gay? No, he just was, like, so infatuated with this guy. Like, he just wanted oh. to be him. Like, he looked up to him so much that he was kind of like, this is the guy I want to be. Yikes. Yeah, it was bad. Like, they really, really were infatuated with the idea of being a killer or a serial killer. Um, so, unfortunately, Rex himself had an opioid addiction, and after a long struggle, struggle, he took his own life. And devastated, Amanda blamed Rex's father, Charlie, for his death um, because allegedly his father, Charlie, was supplying him with the drugs. So she was like, well, if he hadn't done that, like Rex would still be here. Um, so soon after Rex's death, Amanda became close with a friend named Sean Ball. And although they weren't romantic together, it was kind of uh, rumored that he was really infatuated with her and was just trying to impress her. And she kind of realized that and was like, okay, I'm going to use this to my advantage, basically. Right, got it. Yeah. So um, <laughs> to impress her, uh, this new oh guy, boy. Sean, was like, well, little did you know, I'm a murderer. And she's like, and cool. she's like, not a red flag. Yeah. 
Oh no, she's like. I had five non-negotiables. That wasn't one of them. So. <laughs> Instead, she's like, "Great, that makes me like you so much more." Bad boy. Bad boy. So he claimed to be an ex-Special Forces Navy man, and he lied about having been involved in combat. He was like, I used to kill in combat. It's the best feeling in the world. He had never been in combat. He just, like, made all of this shit up. And in reality, he was, like, very shy, very, like, introverted, had no combat training. Aw, yeah. <laughs> sort of. Mm, maybe. We're trying to find sympathy where we Get can. Get back to me in, like, ten minutes. <laughs> So the guy is like, uh, has no combat training, but he's like, yeah, I murdered so many people in the war. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm into it. So they start hanging out, right? So uh, my first, and that's why we draw, is called Made Up Murder. There it is, Made Up Murder. You can't really even see it. Okay, who is this by? Hold on. Oh, shit, sorry. Something's happening. So this is by Jack. You can barely see it, and it was made on a post-it, so sorry, but I just love it. It says, it says, kids, I killed your dad, and then the guy comes out and goes, I'm right here, Megan. <laughs> it's a made-up murder, because only a Megan would make up a murder. Classic Megan. Classic Megan. I just thought that was goofy. I also didn't get many, <laughs> many submissions, so I was like, well, this one's fun. Well, uh, <laughs> Megan got mentioned, so it'll work. Hang on one second. Oh. I stare at him like, entertain them. He's like, do something. Do something. So, thank you, Jack. Um, so anyway, Sean is trying to impress Amanda. He's like, I want to be with you. And she's like, mm, I mean, I just like that you're a murderer. Um, so the two of them formulate a plan. Because she's still like devastated by the death of her husband, Rex. So they get some firearms from Sean's relative's house, buy ammunition, magazines, get just a shit ton of weapons, get in the car. One afternoon uh, in April of 2015, Amanda and Sean drive to Aranto, Virginia. No. Okay. Nobody's wooing. What was it called? Thank you. Aranto. I-R-O-N-T-O. I don't know. Like Toronto without a T? Mm, sure. I don't. Okay, I just No, it, I think it's a very small town. So they drive there, and they stop at Amanda's father-in-law, Charlie's house, the one that she blamed for Rex's murder. And they get there intentionally. So they wait in the car, and at 3.27 p.m., because March 27th was Amanda and Rex's shared birthday. Yuck! So 3.27, so they, they sit in the car until 3.27. That's super intentional. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. So they get, they get out of the car, 3.27, uh, enter the house, and Amanda starts stabbing Charlie. Meanwhile, Sean has a freaking tire iron. Oh. And she's like, well, he, she's like stabbing him. And she's like, hey, help me. And he just fucking grabs smacks him on. No, he had the tire iron. He just smacked him right in the head. Woo. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I guess he helped. Not good. Not good. I don't know. So Amanda stabbed 59-year-old Charlie Taylor 31 times. Yikes. Yes. And Sean hit him with a tire iron and he passed away. So that at that point, she's like, great, great, love it. This is so good. Um, this is not enough, though. So she takes her phone out, and she's like, hold on. But first, let me take a selfie. And they fucking, she, like, sits there with him what? in the background. No. And you can't really see it because it's really blurred out, but she's fucking ta holding her knife. Taking a selfie in front of the body. I remember putting this slide in when you emailed it to me, and I was like, what the fuck is going yep. on? Uh, <laughs> I was like, I'll find out. That's but, what's up. Yep. Not, wow, not that's good. awful. 
Yeah. So basically, she uh, takes a selfie with the body of her father-in-law after she stabbed him 31 times. What did she do with the picture? <clears throat> oh, well, I thought you'd never ask. Oh. Let me tell you. Okay. So she takes this goddamn selfie. Then she posts it on Instagram with the caption, brunette bomber. And I'm like, what the f- I just That's not even no, creative. It's not clever. I feel like she sat there for three days like, hmm, what should I call it? And that's the best she came up with. I'll tell you what. Yikes. Brunette bomber. Okay. But once again, she's like, nah, that's not enough. So she contacts a crime writer named Natasha, and she asks her to post a selfie on her blog. She's like, here, I just murdered someone. Can you post a selfie on your blog? It'll get you so much traffic. And the woman is like, hold on. (laughs) Hold on. I have a lot of questions. So this woman (laughs) was interviewed, and she's like, yeah, I was immediately sick to my stomach and called the police. (laughs) And like... Didn't tell her. Didn't, right, right, Didn't right, tell right. Amanda. Just, like, called the police and was like, okay, cool. Tell me more about what you did. Like, this lady's, like, a she's smart. She's like, just tell me what happened and what you did. And then is, like, on the side calling the police. Yeah. <laughs> so um, she calls the cops. Doesn't tell Amanda. Meanwhile, Amanda is thrilled. She's like, this is the best weekend activity I could have planned. She and her the boyfriend. Genius. No, not even boyfriend. Right. She and Sean, who's, like, the wannabe boyfriend get in the car start driving from virginia toward north carolina and while they're driving she has this like revolver in her lap and she takes a photo and posts it with a caption saying to the directed at the cops and the caption basically (laughs) says if you come looking for me i'm gonna kill someone else and i was like what that doesn't really it's not really the way to not get caught i don't know (laughs) it's like you're only drawing attention to yourself now yeah she's like well if you come looking for me I'm going to kill more people so my next little and that's what we draw is the worst way to hide from the cops is by posting on Instagram whoops there it is worst way to hide from the cops okay here we go let's see what happened okay so this is a photo it says worst way to hide from the cops and then this person's like hee hee climbing into a car turns out it's a cop car and then (laughs) the caption is I went to art school. I hope you like this. We never practiced drawing cars. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I like that they're like, listen, I went to art school, but so I, I learned a lot of things, but cop cars. That wasn't one of them. Not, not that class. And I also love that this person's like, he, he, I'll hide in here. And then they're like inside a cop car. I just thought that was, I just loved it. I just loved it. And this is Emily. Thank you, Emily. Is Emily here? Eva, what the hell? <laughs> um, yes, so thank you for that. We also did post these like two days ago, so we were, it was our bad. We were kind of behind. It was our bad. <laughs> okay, so anyway, they're on the run. Amanda is like, hell yeah, I want to keep this going. Let's kill more people. <laughs> Seriously. And Sean is like, um, I don't think so. I think we should lay low and like hide out and you know not get caught. And Amanda is like, no, like... I did it once. I'm going to do it more before anything happens. So she spots two young college-age girls on the side of the road. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So she decides they're her next victims. She says to Sean, okay, get like take this revolver, and I'm going to bring the two back to, like, lure them back to the car. Oh, And then my. you're going to take care of them. So she goes, talks to the girls, somehow gets them back to the car. I mean, she's like a 20-something-year-old girl. Like, she probably just found sure. a way to be like come over here i have to show you some i don't know i don't know what she did but she somehow brought them back to the car and sean is like no i can't do this right i can't and then actually the quote he said was i can't disappoint my mom anymore Whew. the guilt finally Whew. set in 
He's like, I've disappointed her kind of a lot today. <laughs> I've done like, a lot of bad, bad things. 24 hours, I've not, not been doing great with her. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> No. So she's fucking pissed. Right. So they fucking drive away. She's like, okay, you guys can go to <laughs> those girls. So they, thank God, they survived. But it was like, they must have had a weird, weird day. Um, so she starts driving and she tells Sean, like, you fucking disappointed me. Like, I thought you loved me. I thought blah, blah, blah. And they start driving. And then she pulls over on the parkway, walks around to the passenger side of the car and says, quote. Uh-oh. Yeah. I want you to know before you die that I use you for your car and your guns and I hope you die. And then shoots him in the face. What? I know. Oh my God. I fucking know. Shoots oh him right God. in the face. And then she's like, okay, bye. And gets in the car, leaves him on the side of the fucking parkway and drives away. Wow. Yeah. So she, she, I guess she like confronted him and then <laughs> shot him and then like fucking just rolled him onto the... <laughs> And just then like peace kicked out. him out. She's like deuces, I'm out. Right? Is it deuces or aces? I always ask deuces. Thank you. Because sometimes I'll go aces, and my brother will go, "That's not a thing." <laughs> but German, you know, English, you know, it's fine. You know, you know. Drink. Hey, I didn't say it. Okay. Listen, English really though isn't my first language, so you guys wouldn't understand. So anyway, she so she's like deuces. That's the right one, right? Deuces, deuces, deuces. Leaves him on the side of the road. Um, and, but before before she drives away, she uh, she snaps a quick pic of him, right? Because she's like, "Well, I need a photo." Cause she's fucking crazy. So she takes like a, a portfolio. It seems. Yeah, she's just like she needs her own little memorabilia. So she takes a photo of him on the side of the road, and then she calls uh, her friend Natasha, the crime reporter, <laughs> again. Yeah, excellent. Excellent idea. Um, and every time she calls, by the way, she doesn't know this, but every time she calls, Natasha immediately <laughs> calls the police and is yeah. just like, if I were rel- Natasha, I'd be like, holy shit, what else? What's coming my way? She's like, tell me more information. And just like is immediately relaying it to the police. But like this girl, the police are, the police have not realized that this has happened. So she called and was like, apparently she murdered someone. And then she gets another call from her being like, hey, so I just shot my boyfriend in the face and driving down the road. So Natasha's like, cool, hold on one second. Dials 911 and is like, let me like play this, for, put you on speaker real quick. And so she's like relaying all this information to her. Um, is and, this girl, like, obviously she's proud. She's like, oh yeah, him. no, she thinks this is like, what is the reason? Is she like, is this a game to her? Well, no, like she was pissed because he wouldn't kill those girls. Well, Okay. I don't know what more explanation I mean, I guess, like, you need. Yeah, I don't either. I don't know. But so she is, uh, so she calls Natasha and she's like, I need advice. <laughs> Natasha's like, ah! <laughs> I just love that it's like a crime reporter. I'm like, wait, you think the crime, okay, it doesn't, no, listen, we're not going to get into it. But so <laughs> she's like, I need some advice. Um, and so Natasha is on the phone and she's a fucking badass and she's like, okay, stay with me on the phone. Like she's trying to get as much information as possible. And, um, she's basically saying like, oh, she, so she's telling the police where exactly she is. She's like, oh, what part of the highway are you on? Et cetera, et cetera. Telling the police meanwhile. And she's like, okay, why don't you just like stay calm and stay in the car? And then Amanda goes, Amanda sees the police. She's like, holy shit, the police are here. And Natasha's like, no, what? (laughs) 
Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> what are the odds? So <laughs> Amanda, so Amanda's like, holy shit, the cops are here. And Natasha is like, okay, why don't you just stay in the car? And Amanda goes, quote, I'm going to go out shooting. And Natasha's like, please fucking don't do that. <laughs> don't fucking do that. And she's like, don't shoot everyone. That's not going to end well for you. And she literally told her, she, oh, by the way, she was recording all the calls too, which is oh, good great. girl. I know she's on fucking top of it. So she's like recording the call. And she's like, listen, if you don't cooperate with police, you're not ever going to get home. So like, at least try, you know, at this point talking her out of it. So she's like, cool. I'm going to stay calm. Natasha, my advisor has told me to stay calm. <laughs> And the fucking police arrest her. Thank goodness. And this is her mugshot. There it is. Nope. Just kidding. The car. Hold on. Oh, God damn. There it is. So she's like super peppy. She's like, this is she's my... Like, she's like, oh, this is my good lighting. She's, she's like... She's like, my bump it is in. <laughs> We're good. We're good to go, baby. I know, it's just really fucked up because she just fucking shot someone in the face and murdered her father-in-law and she's like... She really actually, like, if you look her into her eyes, she's so happy. She's so happy. She's yeah. like, finally. No, she looks thrilled. Right. So she just got arrested and she is in the, like, interrogation room and they're asking her, um, like, can you describe what happened? And she, she has no qualms. She's like, sure, yeah, I'll tell you what happened. I started stabbing Charlie with a knife. Sean got me for his birthday. Um, and the cops, it, it, it was amazing. Cause like they have the footage of the cops interrogating her on, on the show on date. I think it was Dateline. And, um, she's like, the cops are like, okay, yeah, tell us more. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm they're sitting here going, so holy calm. shit. And they're just, <laughs> she's like, I just stabbed him in the, in the chest 30 times. And they're like, interesting. Okay. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, they're so calm. I it's, guess they're like trying to get yeah. more info out and of her. Probably you have to take a class or something in the academy yeah. to be like, act cool. No if matter someone what. someone stabs someone in the face, just pretend like that's just normal. Just be like, pretend they told you it's Tuesday. It's just, yeah, it's wild. So she's fucking like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, I just stabbed him many, many times. Um, and the cops are just like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then she said, <laughs> I tried really hard to stab his chest, and then she goes, you know what's amazing? I only got one drop of blood on me. And they were like, okay. And she goes, but don't worry, there was a bottle of Febreze in the Jeep, so I sprayed that on the stain. And I was like, first of all, what the fuck? Second of all, Febreze isn't hold on. used for that. I was like, that's it's, not a, it's not a Tide to get Go. Get you some Tide to Go. That's what I wrote. I said, get you some fucking Tide to Go. It doesn't smell. I mean, I guess she probably... Well, she's clearly not okay. Some clean... Something's different in her brain, so... She's like, don't worry. And they were like, we're not really worried about your stain, but... (laughs) Thanks for for calming us down. Um, And then she learns a fun tidbit of information, and that is that Sean, who she shot in the face, is still alive. (gasps) Yep. Yeah. Oh my god. Apparently she shot him and the bullet passed through his jaw and he passed out from the pain, but he did not die. Oh my gosh. And so the cop says to her, you know, capital murder is punishable by life in prison or the death penalty. And she goes, Are you ready for what she said? Yeah. She goes, 
Um, right. I'd rather just do the death penalty. Sorry. Hmm, I have, I, I've weighed my options. And they were like, <laughs> they were like, um, okay, why? And she goes, I killed people. I deserve to die too. That would be the best for my children. Where are the kids? The kids. Listen. Yes, she and Rex had two kids. I know. That was my first bullet, and I think it got lost in the shuffle. But, yeah, at this point, she has two kids. Like, that was the most jarring part of it all. (laughs) Surprise! Yeah, no, she had two kids. Wow. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm at a press conference. I'm like, (laughs) hold on. So, the kids... Okay, so the kids were they were young they were like both under the age of like seven i think and they were kids with rex the first husband who took his own life so they had two kids and then he passed away and then she met sean so the kids were got it it. under her care but like clearly she was out doing other things clearly she was negligent they were with her mother yes they were with her mother okay and uh spoiler alert they still are Oh, okay. Just saying. Probably for the best. Just saying. Um, so then um, she's like, right, so can we get the death penalty? And they're like, okay, <laughs> this is the first time this is happening. I don't know. I don't know what to do with this. A lot of things in this case are firsts. Yes. So. Yeah, a lot of weird shit's going on here. And then um, uh, the trial happens, and she immediately changes her mind. She's like, no, I'm not guilty. And they're like, you literally just asked for the fucking death penalty. <laughs> I don't know. And um, investigators actually now believe that she pled not guilty because she wanted the case to go to trial so she could get more media attention. So it was like, she was like, I want the death penalty. And then was like, Sick just kidding. Genius. I didn't do it. And then like brought all the cameras and, you know, shit in to like, uh, I hear you to make it uh, media charged, you know? So she just basically wanted attention. Um, so she was charged guilty of first degree murder and she was sentenced to life in prison and the judge called her evil personified. That's what I call you. I know. <laughs> Is that Love so, you. That's so cute. Happy anniversary. Happy friend anniversary. <laughs> Love you. Mean it. <laughs> Um, Sean Ball, the like the guy who was super into her and like was trying to impress her, he caught a plea deal. He was charged gu- guilty of first degree murder in exchange for a sixty year sentence, which would be suspended after forty one years. And the guy, uh, so oh by the way, I forgot to tell you what there's pets too. <laughs> no, no, I forgot to tell you this fun fact. It wasn't Dateline. It was a fun fact from a show called Crime Watch Daily with Chris Hansen, my favorite. The guy from, uh, what's that pedophile show? To Catch a Predator. Yeah, that's the one. And then Hanson versus Predator, the spinoff. That's the one. <laughs> you know, someone emailed us recently and was like, oh, did you know? <laughs> she was like, oh, by the way, I was the uh, actor, who, the actress who played the bait on uh, Hanson versus Predator. And we were like, what? And she was like, yeah, I was 18, but Chris Hansen said I looked 14. So they used me as like the, the prey, like the bait. And we were like. Holy and then she was shit. like, anyway, love your show. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, by the way, this is a fake name. Okay, bye. And we were like, what the fuck? What do we do with this information? Tell it here. Announce apparently. it. <laughs> Announce it in a live show. Yeah, uh, that was a wild time. We felt really special after that. 
Anyway, so this is Chris Hansen's like crime show that he apparently has that I watched on YouTube. So, because I'm like, I'm reading this. It's like, Sean told Chris Hansen. And I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> Where did he come from? Right. Sean told Chris Hansen that the thing he can't emphasize enough is the remorse he has for what he did and the guilt that he lives with. And he's like fucking heartbroken. Like he's like in real bad shape. Like she's having a great time and she doesn't give a shit. But like he got sucked into her like world and was like trying to impress her and like made many, many bad decisions. But he right. was... He's he like, also had a mother's guilt. Right. <laughs> Which is a powerful thing. <laughs> so Chris Hansen. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. So he is in prison. And then uh, she's also in jail, obviously. But um, guys, <laughs> listen, this is just not even close to over. There's so much shit. What? These people are fucking nuts. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. I wrote Chris Hansen wasn't done. And I'm like, why did I write that? It never is. That's a weird thing to write. And also, like, I don't know. Chris Hansen wasn't, like, doing this. I don't know. It's weird. Okay. So, anyway, the show interviewed Amanda in prison to get a better understanding of, like, what was going on in her head and, like, why she did what she did. They asked her about the murder of her father-in-law. And she said he was making me nervous while she was stabbing him. So, you know. Okay. I so, think you were making him nervous. So. Yeah. I think he he was a, a little anxious I think about everyone was tense. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. 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 So she's fucking stabbing him and she goes, Oh, he was making me nervous. Um, so Sean took a crowbar and hit him in the back of the head. And they were like, Okay, that fits with like the description of what happened. And then she compared the murder to her first time on a roller coaster, saying that all the nerves and the feeling of freedom made her so happy and it was like she was pumped up. She was excited. This was like the most exhilarating moment of her life. And then she's like, it's so weird. I tried to jump up and like hug Sean, but he didn't have the same reaction to it. Yeah. I wonder why. I wonder fucking why. And then they asked her, well, like why, like you did what you did and whatever. Why did you take a selfie? And she said, I was so happy. I was so excited. I wanted to share this moment with the world. I'm like, I don't, no, yeah, it's really, really, really nuts. Oh my God. It's really nuts. And then she freaking okay, so then they were like, well, what about Sean? Like, he was there with you. He helped you. Why on earth did you shoot him? Um, and she said, she was just annoyed. <laughs> and then she said, I didn't want to kill him, kill him. <laughs> I just wanted to hurt him real bad. <laughs> I just wanted to one of the kill hims. Right, like, not right. both of the kill hims. Yeah. I didn't want to kill him, kill him. I shot him in the throat because I wanted him to stop. <laughs> Literally what? And then she started complaining about the arrest. She said they barely gave her time to put the car in park or unbuckle her seatbelt before they arrested her. That's honestly, fucking? honestly, it's fucking rude. <laughs> It's just funny. It's just, I'm not saying I'm mad. I'm just saying I'll remember. <laughs> it's just funny. Sorority M is out to play. <laughs> Love it. Mean it. So she's like, I just shot him in the throat because I wanted him to stop. It's fine. Um, then, um, so... <laughs> 
I am not making this up. Don't don't like go home and be like, wow, she made this whole story up because this is so wild. She decides to contact somebody. Guess who she fucking contacts next? Natasha. That's a great guess. Oh, it's a great guess. But no, she contacts ISIS. What? Yeah. Same difference, I guess. I need advice. <laughs> she goes from like one to a thousand. Immediately. I have an entire bullet on this page that just says, I'm not kidding. Because I knew everyone would be like, she's making this up. Um, How so, does one call ISIS? No, no, no. She didn't call them. She Facebook messaged them. Oh. <laughs> Duh. Right, right. Like a normal person would. Just Facebook message them. So she... <laughs> So she listened. She had to talk to, she had to talk to ISIS. So, so she did. She I think a lot of people. She actually too. did. She did literally contact ISIS. Okay. Because they investigated and they were like, okay, she actually literally got a hold of ISIS. Okay, great. What the fucking hell is going on? And then this is her quote about it. <clears throat> they acted like I was ready to put a backpack on and go blow something up. No, not yet. <laughs> Can you imagine poor Natasha when she calls back and she's like, I called ISIS. Yeah. Um, so I need your advice. They weren't, like, happy to hear from me? And Natasha's like, Jesus Christ. But we took a selfie together and I want you to post it on your blog. Okay, so she's not at blowing things up yet. Got yes, it. not yet. Not yet. So she gets in touch with ISIS members and um, they, <laughs> they rejected her. That's truly the worst rejection when ISIS doesn't want you. They're wow. like, no, thank you. Wow. So she, so they asked, like, they asked Amanda, like, why did you reach out to the ISIS? And she said, <laughs> is that what she said? It makes sense compared to everything else. She said, quote, I had this weird obsession with it for a minute. With ISIS? What are you talking like about? Like Froyo. Like, just a second, then it I was, was over it. just a phase. So she had a weird obsession with ISIS for a minute. So my next, and that's what we draw, was, um, you can't really see it, but it says unhealthy obsession. Because I was like, least. well, here's the thing. I originally had it as, like, obsession with terrorism. And then I was like, cool, I can't put that on Instagram. So <laughs> I tried really hard to come up with, like, oh, um, uh, contacting terrorists. Like, everything had the word terrorist. Listen, we're in D.C. I can't say this word anymore. So let's move on. Fair. Let's move on. So uh, this is an unhealthy obsession. And this is so cute. It's, um, it's from Lynn. And it says, Clink, Kirsch, Woof, listen. Baby G, you're so handsome. And that's what we drink. And by the end, and she's listening to our show. And by the end, and she's so sleepy. She has like under eye bags because we just make people... You know, well, yeah, tired. it's nighttime, and then she listened to us all through the yeah, night. Yeah, it's really sweet. I thought it was so sweet. That was such a specific turn. That was like a 180 from terrorism. Every single unhealthy obsession prompt was like, I listen to your show too much, and it makes me super tired and unhappy and scared. And I was Yikes. like, oh, oh, good. Whoops. But I thought this was the cutest representation of that. So that's from Lynn. Thank you, Lynn. Um, it is super cute, yeah. Um, so, wait, you are? Oh my God! Lauren! Yay! Woo! Finally! Oh, that makes me so 
By the way, you sent in so many good, like, because she sent one in for, like, every prompt. You sent one in for everything. And I was like, well, I can't just use three from the same person. <laughs> but this one was really cute. They were all really fucking cute. But so, thank you. That's so sweet. Aw. Oh, I feel like I, there's a celebrity here. I'm so, I'm so honored. And her name is Lynn. I'm so honored. So, anyway. So, unhealthy obsession. Hers is a little darker than this one. But um, <laughs> nothing came of it because they literally were like, no, we're not interested. Thanks any, Thanks for applying. Um, and then she's like, "I listen, I wasn't trying to join ISIS. And they were like, well, what were you trying to do? And she's like, I don't know. Like, I was just seeing what would happen. Just a powwow. Just... Yeah. When to get to know them. But she had this like obsession with them. So I was like, mm, something was going on. Something was going on. Um, so Amanda herself will spend the rest of her life in prison. And she says, quote, I have absolutely no remorse at all for killing Charlie Taylor. I did. I did exactly what I wanted to do. So after all these years, she's just like all these years, three and a half years. Listen, <laughs> you know, you know how it is. Um, she appealed and she lost. And she told uh, Chris Hansen, she told Chris Hansen um, that she plans to bring this to the Supreme Court. Okay, cool girl. Do that. We'll see what happens. <laughs> We're super proud of you. Uh, can you imagine? Sorry. Can you imagine if they, like, she goes to the Supreme Court to appeal her case and, like, they bring in a character witness. It's like a member of ISIS. Like, yeah, we weren't interested. <laughs> Like, yeah, she applied. It wasn't a good fit. We looked over her resume and weren't interested. Like, what the fuck is she doing? Anyway, it's really nuts. It's really nuts, though. Um, so that is the story of Amanda, the selfie killer. Thank you. Thank you. And I know it wasn't necessarily so wompy DC, but it was close-ish. It wasn't really. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know geography. Listen, I'm not from this country. <laughs> um that's not true i also have a fun little horoscope for our friend amanda because is she a scorpio she was born march 27th oh, okay i was like that explains it <laughs> she is a an aries i believe right march 27th aries yeah 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 cool yeah, she's so great. She's so fun. Uh, okay, yes. Yeah, so I have a fun little horoscope for our friend Amanda. <clears throat> Ready? Yeah. You're usually so on top of it. <laughs> but you've got a surplus of emotions right now. And they've got to go somewhere. How about a cathartic movie or a session with a punching bag? Make sure your warrior energy is in check. Feel free to use your tremendous physical strength today. She's but listening this is to this. This is rough. <laughs> but be sure that it's directed and focused towards something positive, useful, and healthy. Energy sent in negative directions will definitely backfire on you. Yeah. Someone doesn't read their freaking horoscope. <laughs> I'll tell you what. So that is Amanda's horoscope. But since it's our baby G's birthday today, I also wrote a little geoscope. Pop a bottle for him. Yeah. Pour one out for your homies. Yeah. Shh, don't tell anybody that I just spilled. Don't tell anybody, please. Don't worry about it. Oh, I spilled on my shoes. Oh, shit. It's okay. Just use um, Febreze. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, you're funny. 
thanks. You're funny. We should have a podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> Let's talk about it later. Okay, cool. Um, so I just want to take a minute and say if we could do like a quick little cheers to baby G because this is Bartow. I'll do a little cheers. And I miss him so very much. Cheers. Thank you, guys. Cheers. I love my baby G. And I, I miss him very much. Little baby G. God damn it. Now I spilled on my leggings. Okay. I did one quick little geoscope. Happy birthday, Scorpio. Aww. I know you have to awe about Scorpios. I know. The, like, the, the only Scorpio after my heart. <laughs> I love him so much. Somebody wrote us a very, very mean email that was like, how dare you talk about me this way? And we were like, <laughs> I, I was like, I, I'm sorry, but that's like a Scorpio thing to say. Was, <laughs> Emma was literally like, yeah, tell them this is exactly why I feel this way about Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> she caught me on a bad day. She caught me on a it bad day. Bad. It was rough. Anyway, I don't listen. I just follow along with the joke. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Happy birthday, Scorpio. Who? Scorpios? Are there Scorpios here? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, they're only on this side of the room, though. This side's like, fuck no. <laughs> I feel like fuck they're all going to no. like charge, like attack. Like, yeah, they're I've on been your talking side. shit about Scorpios for a year now. <laughs> I'm... Oh, happy, happy birthday, birthday, Scorpios! This uh, is for this is for all the Scorpios. This goes out to you. Happy birthday, Scorpio! The North Node. Listen, that's not a real thing, is it? Somebody made that up. Okay. The North Node puts your desire to tell stories, travel, and learn at the top of your birthday wishes. Start your website and pack your bags because you'll be off to learn new things. Jupiter enters your income sector on Thursday. Remember? remember? Yeah, I remember. Jupiter. And I was like, I'll name my cat Jupiter because it said to Geo's hor- Geoscope said Jupiter is Jupiter coming into your house. enter your house. And I was like, LOL, that's my and cat's name. Like, <laughs> eh, Juniper. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough. Jupiter enters your income sector on Thursday, giving you the financial means to make your dreams come true all year long. Geo's going to be rich. Woo! So sugar daddy. Sugar daddy. Oh, sugar puppy. <laughs> Approach your relationship to money with optimism, intelligence, and generosity, and watch the universe work its magic. Wow. All right. Did you guys listen to that, Scorpios? Better be on top of it. Just approach your money with optimism. <laughs> That's what I always say. What is Gio doing for his birthday? Gio's at his special, special daycare with all his little friends. And I told them that they better post right, photos. Right, right, right. right and Blaze has been Snapchatting you pictures of Gio all day. Yeah, because all I text him every five hours is... Did you ha- sing to him? How is, Gio- <laughs> How is Gio's birthday? Have you sung to him? Tell me you gave him his treats. Yeah. The best part is when we get back, he'll have two birthdays because we'll have to celebrate again. We will, yes. That is correct. And I already have a big old bone at PetSmart I'm looking at for him. So <laughs> I'm so excited. I know. I'm sad we're not there, but... Glad we're celebrating with you guys. Thank you. Thank you for, for Thank being you guys here. so much, DC. I can't believe we're in DC. It's so exciting. This is our first East Coast show. Yeah, that's right. Yes. And we're um, this is actually our first, like our sample leg of a tour, because we're actually doing a show every night this week, which is a first for us. Yes. This is number one. We're very nervous. And uh, after this, we have holidays, but then we're officially touring all the time, it seems. 
So we're never sleeping again. Thank you guys for being our very first thank you. test show of a test you. leg. And especially my mom got to be here. And yeah, I know Linda! There she is! <laughs> Using and, uh, her last three seconds. <laughs> And uh, also, I know a lot of people I went to school with are here, which like Wait, doesn't, really? doesn't freak me oh, out shit. at all. Ha ha ha. Um, oh my See God. You. But um, I know a lot of you have also listened to the show and you've heard Deirdre on the show. Deirdre's here. Yeah. Um, Deirdre is actually in an Amy Poehler-esque uh, all pink Juicy Couture sweatsuit to look like the mom from Mean Girls. The cool mom. I'm a cool she's mom. She's a cool mom and she's... She's actually been our chauffeur today, so she's been yeah, very she's helpful. Yeah, she's been very helpful. But uh, to everyone that I knew before the show, I appreciate you guys supporting yeah. me now and knowing who I am, I think. I I don't know who I am anymore. I can't believe I'm on a stage talking to you guys. But, Christine, you're my best friend. and Sorry to all my best friends who came to support Aww. me today. Um, but Ha, ha. But when... When I moved to LA, my whole life changed, and you're the biggest reason for that so far. And I'm just very grateful. So thank you, everyone, for coming out. We're so happy you're here, and we love you all. And I'm so thankful that I get to be here with them and meet their family, and it's just so exciting. And also, quick moment: tomorrow is election day. Please vote. Just vote. do it. Vote, vote, vote. Whoever you're going to vote for, I don't care. Just do it. Um, We do have another show tomorrow. Is anyone coming to that one, too? Wow. Oh, my mom. Wow. Oh, Linda. Shaka. Oh. Philly, yeah. Philly. Philly. Oh, I can't wait for Philly. But, uh, no, I just... Everyone go vote, and thank you so much for coming out. We love you all. Thank you for being here. And that's why we... In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.